You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D rolls too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jill on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted. And we are here to recap a 122 to 115 victory over the Indiana Pacers. But before we do that, be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at Ontap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bull Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Also, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, for the love of God, get off of those. Go over to YouTube, on tap Sportsnet on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Hop in the comment section. Let's talk some shit. Our boy Cody already in the comments. IO Rookie of the Year. You're not wrong, Cody. You're not wrong. You're just not. He's right. He's right. Anyway, I'm a little hyped up after this one. I, I get it was Indiana and they didn't have anybody to guard Booch, but a bounce back win is always fun. How you doing, man? No, it definitely always feels better to come out on this end of a close game than it does last night's heart-wrenching uh, loss in Toronto. So uh, being able to steal this game essentially without Zach was uh, kind of something that we alluded to last night, and they seemed to be able to get away with it. Without Zach and Kobe. So without two dynamic scores, uh, which I did not know anything was wrong with Kobe until like later because I, I kind of worked late today. And then when I had gotten home, I figured Zach, like we talked about last night, I figured Zach would probably miss tonight. Uh, but the Kobe like groin thing, groin injury thing kind of caught is me it, off guard. Is it groin or is it trade deadline? Oh, my God. You mind fucked me. I wa- no, it's not. Knock it off. No way. I, I, I don't know. Of, of the guys that, that would be, you know, valuable pieces to trade for a more veteran commodity, well, Kobe's – Kobe's on that list. Um, yeah, Pat is as well, but he's not. He's already not playing, so you don't you don't have to make up a hamstring injury there. Yeah, no, I guess I really didn't think of that. I mean, it's really we we saw a trade in the NBA today uh, between the Blazers and the Clippers, which saw a lot of interest from Bulls fans. Robert Covington went to the Clippers, and that was a big interest for a lot of Bulls fans wanting him to come over and play that stretch for kind of that Pat Williams role, right? You know, um, and now he's obviously been traded and there's a guy named Larry Nance over there, which our buddy Joe Collie and I kind of pointed out together on Twitter today. Um, but yeah, I wonder what happens with that. I didn't really put two and two together. I kind of forgot about the trade deadline for a moment, but I, I guess, I mean, that could be a big reason. I mean, I, it's very possible that Kobe has a groin injury. The Bulls have been playing a lot of games. Kobe's been kind of having a fluctuating role, starting, coming off the bench, starting, coming off the bench. So, you know, confuse your body there. Injury, injury can most definitely have been, 
you know, the case here, but I don't know. Get, get, yeah. get some trade deadline vibes. Oh, it's a, definitely time for speculation. That's that's the name of the game. It's the season for speculation. That's what we do. That's what gives us hashtag content. So we've got to talk about it. But before we talk about that, let's talk about this game. So, again, we did the game last night after the Bulls lost to Toronto in a heartbreaker and overtime, first overtime game of the season, then they were on a back-to-back. Zach doesn't play tonight. They end up winning this game 122-115, to 115, but it was very close throughout the whole game. Uh, the first quarter, the Bulls had gotten off to like an 8 to a 10 nothings head start on Indiana. We're really just kind of pulling away. There's a lot of hustle. There was some defense being played. And then Karis Levert drank Michael's secret stuff from Space Jam and just started fucking us. 19 for 26 for Karis Levert. Like, he, dude, watching him tonight, he played a great he's got, game. He's got trade deadline fever, too. He's like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Somebody save me. God damn, did he look good tonight, dude. I mean, and, and he was involving his teammates, too. 42 points, 8 assists. I mean, 5 boards for Karis LeVert tonight. He really kept Indiana in the game. Uh, he played one hell of a game. So, obviously, with their lineup being so small tonight, that gave Nikola Vucevic the chance to get going, and that gave him the chance to be effective. And tonight, we got that from him. Though I wish he would have taken more than 21 shots. I think they should have kept feeding him the ball. I saw Casey Johnson had said the same thing that I had just said. I was thinking it during the game. Like, why aren't you feeding him more? But, hey, 16 for 21 in 37 minutes for Nikola Vucevic. A season-high 36 points, 17 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 blocks for Nikola Vucevic. comes off of what was a season-high just last night for him. Right. So, in back-to-back games, Vucevic had season highs. So, uh, granted, last night we lost. Uh, we, we pointed out uh, how the last two plays unfolded there in, involving Vooch on the offensive and defensive end. Um, but tonight, yeah, no. I mean, taking uh, advantage of the mismatch, and like you and KC pointed out, probably should have got more than 21 attempts, especially if he was being that efficient. Uh, maybe this game isn't as close then, but uh, regardless, we're, we're sneaking to the point that we all really want to talk about. Oh, my God, we have lost Bull Scripted. If anybody wants to hop in with me, just let me know. I'll carry it on from there. Yes, Vooch played a great game tonight. It was everything we needed from him, and it's it's big time that he was able to convert on the, you know, the opportunities that he got. Io Desumu, I want to talk about him now, and because he fed Vooch a lot tonight, and that was a, a really big thing for us, and he fed a lot of his teammates tonight as well. I would assume he finished off six for nine from the field in 37 minutes of play. He had 15 points. He had 14 assists and two steals. Did Yump just put Jordan got him? God damn it, Yump. I'm by myself. I don't have anybody to carry it. <laughs> and I start laughing now. Damn it, Yumper. Yumper's making me laugh in the goddamn section while Goose gets kicked out of here. What happened to you? You kicked uh, something? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to put that power cable on like the wall. I'm just going to. Drill it in there with something. So that's what's happening. <laughs> Get a little no. excited in my, in my feet kick and then I, I just buy goose. Well, basically what I did was is I piggybacked off your point of how Vooch played a great game, but then I went into the guy that set Vooch up a lot tonight, and that was Io DeSumo. Again, I just read a stat line, 6 for 9, 37 minutes for him, 2 for 3 from downtown. He had 15 points, 14 career high, 14 assists. He had two steals and only two turnovers. Wait, did, did you say six for nine? 
<laughs> six nine nice <laughs> nice oh, we, got, okay. we got john walls in here saying some crazy shit about fucking iota sumu so hey this is a kid show it's not <laughs> it's not but what did you think about io's performance man no i mean uh like we had you know shy sports fan kind of point out in the beginning of the podcast here we we did have to criticize io's late game decision making last night uh, in the sense that he had a couple of miscues. Uh, was great the the rest of the game prior to that, but he did have those miscues in the closing minutes, kind of the first game where we saw him tasked with, you know, uh, these opportunities that late. Um, so obviously rookie moments are allowed, and tonight he washed away any in all doubt uh, between his playmaking and then that dagger dunk that is just going to live on in my brain for um, at least an eternity. Night. Eternity, yes. Yeah, eternity. When he rose up and dunked that shit, his head was in the fucking square at the back at the backboard. I'm like, okay, I knew Iowa was athletic as shit. I want that more. I feel like Iowa is a very pass first kind of guy, and I really do like that. We this is his third game this season in double digit assists. It's his third overall triple double of the season as well. Um, I want to see him take that quick step more. And I want to see him challenge people at the rim. Because I don't know. I, I, I want to see it. I want to see obviously, it. I, we both want to see it more. But we, we have to think a little situationally here. Everybody in that stadium thought DeMar DeRozan was getting the ball. Yeah. That, sure. that, that little handoff hesitation in go. I don't know if that was something they talked about in the huddle. It's something Isle felt out on his own. Or if Billy straight up in the huddle said, we're in Indy. We're up three points. As long as we don't fall on a three-point shot, we can't lose anyway. It's yours, kid. And Io just said, you need a bucket, coach. I'm getting a fucking bucket. And that's what we got. Um, but situationally, I feel everybody in that stadium thought it was DeMar. That that gave Io that, I, I little, that, that little extra step there. Uh, so I hope we can get that more. But just the fact that he had the confidence in the lack of fear that we have seen throughout the whole entire season. And he flushed that. I did not. I was worried. I did not know that was going to happen. And then it happened and I, I exploded. Not, not quite the way that John Walls exploded. <laughs> <in here. laughs> I too did explode. Yeah, dude. I like, I, I got hyped up, man. I woke up the little one who was sleeping on the couch. I fucking screamed. I was like, holy shit, man. Like, you know, usually I watch in the buzz cave, but tonight, it was an early game. I didn't want to come down here and leave the kids up there. So we were building blocks. We were doing everything, you know, watching the game. And uh, the little one fell asleep, and I fucking screamed, man. I was like, this kid is just, oh, my God. It's fucking hyped me up. Now, we're talking about all this good. I want to keep on the good, but I will let everybody know that there will be some not so good coming up in a minute. And, and not content-wise, but Bulls play-wise. Maybe content, too. We might yeah. suck. I'm not really sure. But I do want to talk about a guy off the bench. I want to talk about Malcolm Hill. I felt like he played a really good 19 minutes of basketball today. Ton of hustle. Hit a couple big shots. Um, I I really want him to take all of the minutes away from Matt Thomas. Because last night I said, if Matt Thomas is open, pass him the fucking ball. And then, and then you know what happened? They passed him the ball tonight, and he went two for eight from downtown. And three for nine from the field. And I just, the, the confidence he has to, to just not shoot the ball, but to fucking off the dribble pull up like this is, like he is DeMar DeRozan is unbelievable to me. 
And I think tonight was the was the last straw. And I don't I do not like Matt Thomas anymore. I didn't like him to begin with, but now he's really pissed me off. So I I, didn't, I don't know if you got to see much of him, but it was bad. Matt Thomas is genuinely just a different nationality of <laughs> Oh my god, did you see he signed with the Boston Celtics G League team? And then when we do that bull Bulls podcast to Palooza thing. He's gonna be there. He's gonna be there. He's gonna be there. Yeah. There's gonna be all six trophies and Denzel Valentine in the building with CBE Fred. Yes. They're gonna need to beef up security. <laughs> <laughs> like it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking amazing, man. Like Denzel, like unless he gets cut by then, which is a huge pop. Sorry. The, 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 I felt bad is, saying it. The, I, I mean, did. It's possible. I mean, but it's a, if we're if we're gonna be fair. It is also possible he gets signed to another team like Matt Thomas. He can shoot a basketball. Shooting is a premium in this league, even if they shoot the basketball when you don't want them to shoot the basketball. Yeah, I just. That irrational confidence comes from somewhere. In an open gym, both of those guys can probably put down 30 straight without blinking. Um, and, you know, an, oh, did you say in an open gym? Yeah, in an open gym, obviously, but. You know that that confidence is there. They, they they are great shooters. They just they they don't seem to have that ego check there. And I would be glad if you know Matt Thomas ended up being a casualty on this roster at the trade deadline somehow. So fire question for you, rapid fire question. Are you ready? You fucking ready? Ready. Denzel Valentine or Matt Thomas on your team right now? Who? Denzel Valentine. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say the same thing. I felt <laughs> icky saying it. I felt gross. I don't like it. I don't. As much as I like to, to hate on Valentine, and a couple of those shots definitely make me very happy that he's not on our roster at times. I enjoyed the irrational swag that that man had. Like, <laughs> I want the comment section right now. Denzel Valentine or fucking uh, Matt Thomas. Start answering in the comment section. If you're watching on the freaking Twitter, get off the Twitter. There's too many people on Twitter. Go over here to the YouTube. I want that because I can't see Twitter's comments. Get over here to the YouTube. Valentine or Matt Thomas, I want to know. We're doing a poll. We're doing a fucking live poll. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. No, it's, it's got to be Valentine, man. Like, I, I don't know why. I, I don't. Maybe it's the summer league nostalgia for me. The, the, the game winner there might my, my old dear Matt Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> They both <laughs> the, the comment section is like fuck your game, Buzz. Stupid. It's a stupid game. It's a Thomas, stupid game. We got one from Ed. Oh, Thomas. we got Ruben. Ruben saying Thomas. All right, good. Okay. 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 Denzel, Denzel is the rap, is the rap guy. guy. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, Jordan Miller. Talented. Goose is Jordan oh. Miller. He's ah. one. I've been told you've killed Tupac, and I don't know how true that is, but I've heard. I've, I've heard and, about. And, and we've got a Paul Zipser. Oh my god, Cody fucking with the <laughs> Oh man, remember Zip Zip City, man. I would talk some hey, shit about Zip Zip City. Hey, there there was a moment in time where I bragged about the Bulls getting Paul Zipser in the second round for like a week. So it's yeah. okay. That week faded very quickly. <laughs> Paul Zipser's NBA career. Um but hey, that week does exist. Yeah, I mean I feel like this is pretty mixed between the comment section right now. Maybe Valentine, Thomas, uh, they don't really know. You know, it's pretty I, fucking. I think at least what we can gather from the comment section and our own thoughts that there's probably better options out there. Like maybe oh, yeah. Malcolm Hill. <laughs> Malcolm Hill. Yeah, I like Malcolm Hill. I'm really glad he's here. I know this whole thing derived from that. Bring back Noshioni. Fuck yeah, Yump. Goddamn right. But I mean, I'm glad Malcolm Hill is here. He's a, a, a big body. 
He plays high IQ basketball, slow release on his jump shot. I feel like he could fix that with the right amount of work. Um, but I, I, We're not going down the Chris Dunn path again. Fucking Chris Dunn, man. Yeah, I, I can't still believe available. I can't. Yeah, I, we talked about that, what, like a month ago? And, and I, man, it still just blows me away that he's not even on a roster. He was good enough defensively to be on a roster. It, it's got to be a fucking um, attitude attitude thing. Approach. Yeah, yeah you it's go. got to be. Yeah. It's got to be the role that he's willing Because I liked Chris Dunn. I know you did, too. We were on Dunn Island. I liked Chris I Dunn. I have a autographed Chris Dunn Providence jersey hanging in my closet. So, yeah. I have an autographed Lowry Markin in Jersey down here at the Buzz game. Yeah, I, I think I still have a Lowry Markin in basketball. I've probably got like $5,000 invested in rookie cards that aren't worth $5,000. <laughs> Jesus H, man. But um, I love those on Cavs fans while they're feeling good about themselves. So I want to give player of the game to obviously Vooch and Desumu. I, we have to have co-players of the game, Vooch, but I do want Vooch Sumu. Yeah, Vooch Sumu. Oh my God, that's a t-shirt. That's a good idea. Uh, I do want to talk about DeMar. 39 minutes tonight, 11 for 26 from the field. He missed all four attempts from three-point land. He went nine for nine from the free throw line. That's a second straight game. He's hit all of his free throws. Last night, 14 for 14. Tonight, nine for nine. That's I know a lot of people are like, well, it's just your free, hitting free throws is huge. And when you're able to do it, you're able to come away with wins. If DeMar doesn't hit all of his free throws, it's a lot closer game uh, than it already was. But 31 points for DeMar tonight, seven assists, five boards, one steal, one block. He did have six turnovers, but he was primary ball handling there in the second half a lot of the time. Um, him and Vooch did their fucking jobs with Zach Levine being out tonight, and, I, and Kobe White too, because I know Kobe's been struggling for the last week and a half or so after he was on that amazing stretch. But when the Bulls needed scoring the most, this team still put up 122 points, missing their arguably their best score. So I just wanted to give him dap for that. No, I mean, DeMar has been revolutionary for this team in every way, shape, and form. We might not see the confident I.O. that we have tonight without DeMar's presence on this roster, at least not this quick. Um, so, no, DeMar definitely deserves some dap. Uh, obviously, the, the exciting moment that I.O. provided there um, kind of stole the show in general. Um but no, I mean, 31 points, even on 26 attempts. Um, Tamar did what he had to do tonight and snuck the W out for the Bulls. And apparently uh, those extra long nights at the UC on poor free throw nights have paid off because um, we're, we're seeing that consistency come back again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And this is the bad part I wanted to get into in the episode here is, listen, we're having fun. They fucking won tonight. It was an exciting game. That fourth quarter was exciting as hell. Um but the defense all around tonight was fucking terrible again. And on Sunday, I'll be in attendance against a team that beat us twice in a row already this year, Philadelphia 76ers. Ooh, they, they, yeah, game starts at 2.30 on Sunday. Dude, it's not even just about Joel Embiid being in the paint. You're, you have Tobias Harris. I know he's not as good as he once was, but then you got Maxie out there running around you, on the fucking You know who you got that we better not forget about? Who's that? Fucking Corkmas. Fucking Corkmas. I can't stand that son of a bitch. Turns into prime Corver every time he plays us. I don't know why. Because oh, God hates me. I think that has might. Have so so maybe there. maybe the 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 Kirkmas curse will be gone and he'll get traded to the Nets for James Harden somewhere in that deal. Dude, that's another thing I wanted to fucking talk about real quick. And again, once again, I'm asking the comment section that's in here. We have a ton of people in here, so I want to fucking ask them. Everybody's laughing. 
or not everybody, but a lot of people are laughing about this Ben Simmons for James Harden swap. That makes both those teams instantly so much better. It's unfucking believable. I don't want that this year. I think the Bulls have a real chance. I don't want Ben Simmons paired with Kevin fucking Durant and Kyrie Irving. I don't want that. I don't want James Harden paired with Joel Embiid. I don't I don't want that. If that happens, do you think the Bulls actually have a legitimate chance against those two teams? I'm serious. That that trade oh. makes those teams a lot better. Well, no. I mean, obviously the dysfunction in Philly is great for us right. yeah. because they're out 40 million worth of cap in a, a superstar. So right. um yeah, no, if they're able to turn Ben Simmons into another superstar for this season that Joel MV is putting up MVP numbers in kind of thing, yeah, that's scary. Um Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving with KD fit a lot better than Harden Kyrie exactly. and KD. Exactly. And it's all about fit. Like that's Chai Sports fan just said Ben Simmons can't shoot. The Nets wouldn't be better. Yes, but they would be because he plays they a ton of defense and he's a playmaker. Yeah, yeah I mean they've they've let James Harden play the point there since he's been there, kind of thing. Kyrie's been content, kind of being more of a shooting guard than a playmaker in a lot of spots. I think you'd see the same thing with Ben, and you'd just have them improve uh, exponentially on defense. And then you're looking at KD and Ben Simmons four or five. Like nobody's oh, fuck, four or five. Fuck, dude. I see. I don't want. I do. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't. People like can shit on Ben Simmons all they want. Fuck that. I do not want that matchup. It'd be terrible. Uh, Kyrie was able to play here, if you remember, Yump. Uh, what was that, like three weeks ago when the Nets were here? Um, so, yes, he can play in Chicago due to his non uh, – he's immunized. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. But, yeah, he can play here. He just can't play in New York to answer your question. Alex Rude said, don't matter. I love my boy Alex. He, he, he's homering it like me here. It doesn't matter. Our tourists will cook something up. Uh, we got Duke of Earl here. They don't. They won't stand a chance. I mean, it, it, it's just, again, I, I don't know. I, I just don't I want mean, that to happen. The chances are you don't have to go through both of those teams in the playoffs. I sure if, the hell hope not. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you're probably, probably not going to see the second one anyway. You might lose the first one. Right. Um, but having to go through both would be – a complete nightmare uh having to see either one would really not be fun so no um definitely don't want to see that trade happen um i'm kind of curious how bad it is in brooklyn like does james really want out of there i know he kind of got scapegoated for the injury and his play in the playoffs last year kind of thing um obviously they're on a horrible losing streak ever since katie got hurt um Kind of expected. You're still a superstar. Why are you not getting W's? Um, so, I don't know. Is that situation bad enough there where their their values equal? You know, offseason in a sign-and-trade situation, I saw where it you know, could kind of, like, feel its way out there. I didn't think it was going to happen during the season. Neither did I. because uh, And all the reports pointed to it not happening during the season. Because they were like, you know, Daryl Morey wasn't sure if he wanted to pull the trigger to go get James Harden because, you know, Morey brought him into Houston. So he's trying to go get a, get him back. And I, I listen, I don't think Maury's just doing it because they might have a relationship of being friends or whatever, and they've been, you know, paired up and worked together before. I think Maury's doing it because he's like, huh, Simmons isn't fucking even playing. This guy compliments Joel Embiid so much with his playmaking and his outside shooting when it's on. Yeah, no, I it, mean, the, the pick and roll with those two, you're talking modern-day Shaq and Kobe kind of shit with prime Harden and prime Joel there. Like, that's that's right. scary stuff. 
Right. I mean, the Bulls would have to be fully fucking healthy to the max to compete with them. I mean, I would like to think you have a top five, six center in Vooch, right? You, you definitely like, do. But, I mean, that so, again, that argument's kind of hard, too, because if, like, the the next 20 after him are ass, it doesn't – you know what I'm saying? Shh. <laughs> but to five. But right? <laughs> yeah. to five. But to five. Um, you know, I, I would like to think that you have a chance in that series with DeMar and Zach. Yeah. You know, the way Zach's been playing, you can, you know, kind of compare that to Harden unless he gets new life. Uh, with the new team and whatever's going on in Brooklyn is really just bringing him down. And that's what's given him, you know, that monstart effect we saw earlier in the season with him. Right. And obviously he took off shortly after that, but right. no, that, that's definitely not a deal that Bulls fans want to see happen during this season. Wait, let, let, let that happen in the offseason. I 100% agree. And, and then the Philadelphia 76ers team that we will be seeing on um, Sunday, I mean, again, you have Embiid, Thibel, Maxi over there. You have Tobias Harris. You have Danny. I mean, you have Green. I mean, they have a good team. Off their bench is what I'm even more scared about their starting lineup. They have fucking Andre Drummond coming off their bench. Oh, the Bulls- God, that, that, we, we debunked that last year. We don't worry about that. Dude, we can't rebound the fucking ball. Like, when he can only team- rebound his own missed shots, so it's really not that <laughs> <laughs> I get fair, but I'm just, you know, fucking fair, but I'm just saying like, we couldn't rebound the fucking ball. I don't, uh, I don't want to see them on Sunday. Cause it makes me nervous. It does. It just makes me nervous. You know? No, I mean, the guy on their team that actually scares me is somebody like Matisse Thibel. Yeah. He's a bad he, motherfucker. He man. gives Zach a hard time every time we play them. Yeah. He does. Um, so I guess my hope is in this deal, for James Harden because Ben Simmons is just not playing and not contributing to this team. Yeah. Um, that the Sixers have to send a good amount of shit with Ben to get James for him. Well, it would kind of be my hope. Um, although I don't know, because at the same time, then that, that only makes the net scarier. And I think Kevin Durant's the best player out of all of them when he's available. So like, it, uh, yeah, that's just a scenario. We have. Hopefully we can avoid. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Hey, uh, hey, Jim, fuck you, buddy. All right, <laughs> so I'll throw that out there real quick. Um, yeah, so I, I, the matchup on Sunday, man, it's just if the Bulls come in healthy as they possibly can be, Kobe White coming back, Zach coming back. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a hell of a matchup, but where the Bulls' weaknesses have been lately, a team like Philadelphia just exploits them. And that's why you need to really be on your A game on fucking Sunday because I – Listen, I, I know they're hurt, and I'm not trying to make excuses for them or anything like that, but I do want to see them play hard because the defense has been abysmal the last three games, four games. It's been bad, like like almost sometimes no effort bad. No adjustments were made on the fly today to tr- even try to attempt to stop Karis LeVert. You know, I, I want to see them do something like that because it, the, the Bulls are a half game up right now. First place. They're still a half so game we're up. In first or we wouldn't be recording. Right. Well, exactly. We would not, we, we will go on strike if we're not in first place, but, um, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it's just Philadelphia is so close to us right now. They've moved all the way up to the third seed. If you remember, they were on the outside looking in for like a long time this season, they have fought their way back just like Milwaukee did. Um, you know, I, I just hope they can, they're, they're able to get a win and show that they could beat this team because they, they lost to him twice already. Um, Jacopato, what do you think about that? First round, first round pick and a uh, and a 
key rotational player, I think the report was? No, absolutely not. When I trade a first round pick, we don't like this isn't Ryan Pace over here. Okay, I know we, we've already given away a couple, and it does not look like we're getting the Portland one anytime soon because they're just tank the fucking tanking over there. So I'm not giving another one for, for him. I'm not doing it. I just won't. Absolutely not. We're, we're, he's a backup, too. I'm not doing that for a backup, right? <sighs> Absolutely not. I think Jacob Potal is better than you're making him out to be, but at the same time, I don't understand the fit at all. Like, if you're getting him I sh- want this guy. You want Bagley? I want yeah. Bagley. I think Bagley would be a better fit in the sense that I think you could get away with him at the four. I don't want to see Jakob and Vooch at the four or five together, really. That doesn't sound fun to me. Um, In terms of big man depth, yeah, it gives you something. But if you're giving up a key rotational piece for big man depth and you're turning a good prospect who's actually showing some shit in San Antonio into a backup, well, then you're degrading him and you're not getting value for your trade anyway. So, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good on that, man. I February 10th can't come soon enough because I feel like AK might have a trick up their sleeve. I don't know who it'll be. I'm not sure. But. I, this is this is weird for me because usually this is the time of year where I'm like trade machining it up. Yeah, sell, uh, sell, 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 sell. Like, what kind of picks can I get in there? I'm yeah, like, what, what, what kind of picks can pick? I get? What kind of cam reddishes can I find on the market? Um, <laughs> and right now, I, I one, I'm never on Twitter. Um, and two, it's just like yeah, you need to get back on Twitter. Yeah. Job man, um, yeah, job too, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. It's, talking shit on Twitter is not as fun as it used to be. Uh, talking shit with you is great. Talking shit on Twitter is just not. Yeah, Twitter kind of does suck. I don't. Really it doesn't know. it doesn't keep me as excited as it we've does. met some great people on Twitter though. Yeah, yeah. We're still a great yeah. place. Yeah. I still love scrolling when I'm bored, but it just yeah, arguing with trolls isn't as fun as it used to be. Yeah, you. I mean, you used to be big into that. I think that you could have turned pro. <laughs> I thought you were really Some good. Troll sports? Yeah. yeah. No, that that would have been a good time. But Is there any player that you would actually like to see them target now that like we're sitting where we're at? Because I'm still Bagley all the way. I, I still want Marvin Bagley. I, either him or Grant. And I know that people are like, oh, that's a fucking Grant thing. But I think his value is going to be low anyway because uh, he's looking to get paid. All these rumors that came out about him did nothing but hurt. So if they can get, you know uh, – if they can get something like a valuable key We've player, broken down the Grant connection, yeah, a million the deepest nook and cranny on here so many times, and I, I that's a move that I would still agree with and like to see, just in the sense that I think it's an all-in move, right? You're on the all-in ledge, or right? That confident in Pat, or are you a more confident in another player that you have a pretty good relationship with? And uh, leaving that decision up to them, I'd be confident whichever way they decide to go. Um, God damn it. You got me. Fuck you, Brian. Get out of here. <laughs> Fucking Brian. I'm sorry. Go ahead. They're, they're um, being so, no, I mean, the, the Grant move would would definitely make me smile. It would get me hyped, especially in a time where we're, we're down. Grant would be a defensive plus to what, I mean, I guess, but you're just, you're up in Javante. And right now, Javante's winning games and saving games and doing things that win you games. So, that's really no. Oh yeah, we didn't do our Javante Green Power we didn't Hour. Do our moment, and he, like he really came third, in clutch at the end too. Third straight game, I think, for Javante and double-digit scores. No, since this man has come back from injuries, he's like not taking this spot from me. Nah, no. He goes, "I'm about to get motherfucking paid. It's time. It's time to get paid." It's I ain't going back to Europe again, man. <laughs> I'll never have a team give someone else money. For me, I was like, 
It's just like when I was trying to sell Bears tickets, people were like, "I, you can give me a hundred bucks, I'll take them." That's what Boston did. You can pay for my beer at the game, and then I'll go. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It's like what Boston did. We'll give you two million dollars. Just take Javante Green, get him out of here. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. Um, but yeah, keys to the game against Philadelphia, right? Just uh, try to play defense. Try to put up a fight in the rebound category. And go from there. Hopefully everybody is back healthy that we can possibly have back Kobe, Zach, and everything, and, and, and go from there. I mean, Philly is an elite Eastern Conference team. It's going to be a big matchup on Sunday. No, I'm kind of jealous that you're going to be there. I might have to uh, scope out myself a ticket because I do have Sunday off. So Do it. Oh, you should have told Alex that because Alex got rid of his ticket. Yeah, well, last time I bought a ticket from Alex, I ended up having much cheaper. So. <laughs> God damn. All right. You got anything else before we get out of here? No. No? All right. Well, (laughs) I will try to be back. I just want to put the disclaimer out for everybody. I will try to be back on Sunday. with If Goose comes to the game, it definitely ain't going to happen. But if he does. Who knows? Maybe if it's 2.30 game, maybe I come back to your house with you. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Absolutely. Maybe we do a live show from the bus cave. We'll we'll see how it goes. Because if we lose, we probably won't be in first place. Then we can't record. Yeah, then we can't record, right? Because we can't record unless we're in first place. But no, we could for real do that, though. We order pizza and drink beer. That'd be great. But and I already know where we order pizza, too. Yeah, beggars. Every day, beggars. It's the best fucking pizza in the world. I'm not, I'm not taking any comments on that. Anything. So if people have anything ignorant it's to say, just sponsorships. Right. It's just I'm trying to get a spot. I'm just trying to get a scholarship. <laughs> but if I don't get too trashed at the game, I definitely, because last Sunday, that's what happened. I drank a lot, and then I got home, and I don't even remember going to bed. So Bert it's drink. just, yeah, Bert Drink was alive and well once again. But we'll try on Sunday to get an episode out after the Bulls play. Are you serious? This cat, dude. He just wants to, he's just, you know, always trying to get on here. We'll try to be back Sunday after the Bulls take on the 76ers. Be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted. And me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Please, if you watch on the Twitter and Facebook, go over to the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. It means a lot to us. Everybody that hopped in the comment section, you know, real MVPs, I'll buy you all beers at the game. If you come on Sunday, come find me. I'll buy you a beer. If it's a, like a lot of people, though, I'm going to bow out because I'll go broke. So I'm going to definitely get some, some of y'all beer for sure. But, yeah, we'll be back hopefully on Sunday. If not, five people to find me at the game. Yeah, f- the first five people that find me get a beer. That's, see, that was good. See, that's why I need to talk to you before I fucking throw these things out there where I, I go broke. That would have been very, very bad. Jamie would have been very, very upset at me. But, yeah, we'll be back either Sunday or the next time the Bulls play after that. Let's go, Bulls.